0: Thanks, Tony. Let's pray. Loving Lord God, as we come together this morning to worship you, be quiet in our hearts and souls now as we uh, prepare to hear what it is that you have for us to receive today. May the words that I speak and may the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God and our Redeemer. Amen. I struggled to write the sermon for this morning Honestly, I haven't really been feeling 100%. I've had a couple of headaches, my hay fever's been awful, and the medicine that I take for hay fever makes me sleepy. So all in all, not a great combination for trying to find inspiration and the words to say. And then yesterday, a friend called me, and she asked, how are you? How are you doing? And my reply, oh, I'm fine, thanks. Why do we do that? Rather than be honest and say, actually, I'm feeling a bit rubbish. I just said, I'm doing fine. It can be hard to admit when we're not doing so well. We don't want to burden other people or admit weakness. We don't want people to worry or to make unwelcome, if well-meant, suggestions. We all struggle sometimes, though. And I wonder if a little more honesty... Would allow us to know and to care for each other in a more meaningful and a deeper way, if it would allow us to live more fully the life that, lives that God calls us to live. And that's what we're going to spend a few moments thinking about today. What does it mean to live the lives that God wants for us, to live in the kingdom of God? The parables from Mark's Gospel that we heard today are telling us what the kingdom of God is like, what life is like for us in the reign of God. The parable of the growing seed can only be found in Mark's gospel. And one rather unkind, I think, commentator suggested that it's because it's such a boring parable that the others didn't think it was worth including. Now, I'll admit it's a rather simple and straightforward parable compared to some of Jesus's other teachings. There aren't many characters and there aren't lots of twists and turns in the plot. But that doesn't mean that we don't have anything to learn from this parable. A man sowed seed, and then no matter what he does, whether he's sleeping or awake, the seed grows, and the man does not understand how. There's something reassuring about that. The seed grows. Not because the man has provided the perfect conditions or been the most attentive grower. No, the seed grows simply because that is what seeds do. Step by step, the plant grows. i the stalk, then the ear, and then the full grain in the ear. A full ear of corn doesn't suddenly appear overnight. There is a process of growth that has to happen. This is what the kingdom of God is like. Like seeds that grow, and we don't understand how. Like a plant that appears from the ground, growing until it produces fruit or vegetables. The growing of the kingdom is not dependent on you or on me. And isn't that reassuring? The kingdom will grow, because that's what the kingdom does. We are, though, invited to be participants in the kingdom. And that's a wonderful thing. We are invited to be like that seed, to flourish and grow and produce fruit, simply because that is what life is like in the kingdom. It is nourished, it is full of growth, and it is fruitful. It will grow around us. And we are invited to become part of that abundance, to live in the ecosystem of God. The second parable that we heard is the parable of the mustard seed, a more well-known parable, perhaps. Maybe in Sunday school, you grew some cress when learning about this parable, putting the tiny seeds into damp cotton wool and watching with fascination as over a few days they started to sprout and to grow. And Jesus says, the kingdom of God is like this, like the tiny mustard seed, the smallest of all the seeds, which when planted grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants. With such big branches, the birds can perch in its shade. The kingdom of God is like a tiny seed that can grow into an enormous plant. Now these mustard plants were common in Galilee, and the people would have seen them all the time. I wonder if those that heard Jesus tell this parable thought about these words of Jesus every time they saw a mustard bush. Would be a bit like Jesus saying here in the UK, the kingdom of God is like a buddleia seed. Buddleias are everywhere around here, or they are in the south anyway. I confess my knowledge of the local plants further up north isn't so good. But maybe you can think of the equivalent of whatever that would be where you are. And imagine every time you walk past that bush, that budlier bush for me, you think, that is what the kingdom of God is like. It's ordinary. It's everyday. It's everywhere. Jesus doesn't say the kingdom of God is like the most magnificent tree soaring into the heights beyond what most people can reach or like the most beautiful flower, something to be admired and observed. No, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It is accessible to all and can be found everywhere you look. This tiny seed with the potential to grow into a bush so large that birds can perch in its shade. The kingdom of God doesn't grow for its own sake. It doesn't grow in order to be the biggest or most impressive. The kingdom grows in order to provide shelter and a place of gathering for others. Or, to return to the parable of the growing seed, the kingdom grows to provide nourishment. This is what the kingdom of God is like. It's where the smallest of things has the biggest potential. It's every day. And everywhere, the kingdom of God offers a place to perch, to be safe, and to be in community. In the reading from Ezekiel, the Lord is speaking to the people while they are in exile in Babylon. And they don't feel like a giant cedar tree. They feel like a tree that has been cut down, uprooted, and taken from all safety and security. And the message that they hear is one of reassurance from God. I will take a tender sprig and plant it. It will produce branches and bear fruit. Even in the darkest of times, the kingdom of God is present and the Lord will speak and the Lord will act. We are invited to the kingdom of God to grow into our potential and to live life to its fullest every day and everywhere. We are invited into the community of God and to produce the good fruit of the kingdom. The kingdom of God is where love flourishes and we are to look for signs of the kingdom in ourselves, in the world and to cultivate them where we find them. Today is MHA Sunday and we've heard a little of the work of MHA from Chris Swift earlier on and we'll hear a little bit more about it later. MHA is a wonderful example of what can happen when faithful disciples are willing to engage in the work of the kingdom and create community and a place where all can live life well. So next time I'm not feeling 100% and a friend asks how I am, I will endeavour to be honest and to say how I really am. Perhaps if I had yesterday, I would have felt a little better after the conversation through the sharing and being open. And that is the invitation of the kingdom. Not that we will always feel great, but to share in relationship, to grow together and to support one another so that our burdens aren't so heavy. And most of all, to share with God, who says to us, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And these words, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Today, we are invited to see the kingdom that is growing all around us, and to join in the bearing of good fruit in the world, and to sing out loud, blessed be the name of the Lord for all to hear. Amen.